I'm Lauren Walsh, CEO and resident girl boss at one of the leading boutique branding and marketing agencies that empowers thought leaders and change makers to live out their why and achieve their wildest dreams. Over the years, I've personally found freedom in figuring out how to combine my passion, purpose, and skill to make an impact and leave a legacy. Follow along as I share the ins and outs of my life that has been a testament to a multitude of work, overcoming a heck of a lot of adversity, and the perfect addition of God's grace. I hope you find truth, wisdom, and advice that empowers you to make the necessary changes in your life and start taking action on those dreams. Hi friend, welcome back. It's truly an honor to share this time with you, and I do not take that lightly. Thank you for your time, your energy, and your support. Today, I am excited to continue the conversation about my secret sabbatical, which is my life-changing journey that I introduced in last week's episode. If you missed it, I strongly encourage you to press pause and go back and listen before you continue on. My secret sabbatical has been one of the most transformative experiences in my life thus far. It not only awakened my divine ability to truly change my life, but gave me a deeper purpose, meaning, and desire to wake up every morning and go to work. Yes, work in my career, but also work in my life. I hardly shared a single thing about my mental health journey when I was in it because I had no idea what lesson it was going to teach me. One of the best gifts that I have given myself in my adult life is the ability to see and appreciate all of life's experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, as lessons. I no longer ask, why me? And let me tell you, eliminating the victim mentality has made a world of a difference for me and was truly instrumental in the road back to myself. The journey that not only saved my life and saved me from me, but allowed me to step into my true purpose. The truth about hard things in life is that the only way out is through. You can try to get out through coping mechanisms. That's what I used to do before I did the work on myself and started to own my life. In fact, I was the queen of coping mechanisms, both good and bad. But the reality of coping mechanisms is that their ability to take you out of the situation that you're in is fleeting. And usually, once their power wears off, you're not only back where you started, but sometimes you feel even worse. That's why the first step in what I've developed as the secret sabbatical method is called the breaking and the awakening. For me, the breaking point was so much more than just postpartum depression and anxiety. It was a lifetime of trauma, shame, regret, lies, deceit, so many things that I had suppressed for years, some even decades, dating all the way back to the age of three when I started gymnastics, which although led to a successful competitive career for 10 years and taught me a lot of good, like my insane work ethic and discipline, but it also stole away a bit of my quote-unquote normal childhood, led me to have anxiety at a very young age, 
caused me to develop perfectionism and began the spiral of always questioning if I was enough. That same cycle carried on for years, leading to the eventual demise when I ended up pregnant with our daughter. And although it was one of the most amazing, life-changing experiences of my life, it was also a very, very low point in my life, particularly with my self-esteem and worth. And so my breaking point last year stood for so much more. I think it's easy to get caught up in the actual moment that is happening when we reach our breaking point, not crediting ourselves with the fact that there's actually so much more buried down within ourselves that could and usually is contributing to what is coming to the surface. The breaking point usually comes at us a million miles an hour. We hardly ever see it coming, even though in most cases, we're the ones that have been torturing ourselves in a variety of ways, suppressing our emotions, thoughts, and experiences, staying busy so that we don't have to deal with them, discounting the fact that the way that we were raised or experiences we had as a young child actually have a huge effect on who we are today, especially if we've never taken the time to work through it. We think that if we push things down far enough, that they'll eventually disappear. When what really happens is that they all just continue to pile on top of each other until there's just no more room. And then they bubble to the surface. I like to call this step the breaking and the awakening because it's not meant to leave us broken, but alive. We must be able and willing to step back and accept that there's no such thing as a coincidence. Everything that happens is for a reason, even when the breaking point shows up and we have no idea how we will survive it. We don't even know how we will get out of bed in the morning. Ugh, I remember those days like they were yesterday. As my break was happening, the mornings were the hardest. My depression eventually turned into physical pain and every single day I would wake up and literally have to peel myself off the bed. Some days I still feel like this, not to that extent, but on days where I'm experiencing more stress, I wake up with a tightness in my shoulders. The difference between then and now is that now I can step back, recognize what it is, evaluate the situation, figure out where the stress is coming from, and then take the necessary action to course correct. I think a lot of people are afraid of the breaking point because it reveals the hard, honest truth. The truth that we are flawed, that we actually don't have it all together, that the lives and roles that we play on social media are not real, that people might find out who we truly are and think that we're a fraud. It's scary to think about having to admit that. I completely understand because that was me. But as I said earlier, in order to get out, you must go through. And in order to go through, you must own it. I don't even care what you label it, but step up and own your imperfections. Own your mental health. Own your self-worth. Own the fact that you do not have it all together. 
Over the last year, although I refrained from sharing my mental health journey online, I did share it in intimate settings with friends and family members. And one thing that always broke my heart was when I would share with another mama and their immediate reaction would be to compare. They would say, well, I do have stress and anxiety, but it's definitely not postpartum depression. I'm definitely not as bad as you are. Look, I don't care what you want to call it. Call it depression. Call it candy land. I don't care. But own the fact that it is something. We need to stop comparing our journeys to other people's just to feel better about ourselves. We have to stop saying that our experience is less than someone else's just to help us sleep at night. We have to stop. We have to own it, not just for ourselves, but for others. If you're at the point where you are ready for freedom, you must jump in with two feet. In order to truly embark on this journey and begin applying the secret sabbatical method to your life, you first have to let yourself break. Then you will eventually be awakened. But you can't do it if you're in denial, if you're suppressing what you're feeling, if you're hiding or diminishing what's really going on, and thinking that simply staying busy and packing your life with other things is going to make these things go away. I know for me in the past, I would suppress so hard and then I would fill up my calendar and fill up my life with distractions. I thought that by following what society tells us, which is chasing success through our time and looking at our bank accounts, that that would allow me to not have to deal with what was in front of me. And all it really did was delay the process. I understand how hard that can be. I can understand how much easier it feels just to think, well, I don't have time to deal with it right now. But the reality of that situation is that all you are doing is delaying the process. I hope that through this, you see an opportunity. I hope you want to make the change. I hope you want to give yourself the greatest gift, which is freedom in admitting you don't have it all together and then making the hard decision to do the work. I am showering you with love and light and I hope you make the decision to own your life, go all in and experience all all that life has to offer. Because trust me, it is really, really freaking hard to do the work. But there's no greater feeling than waking up in the morning knowing that you just own who you are and constantly step fully into your purpose in this world. My secret sabbatical method is a five-step process. As I mentioned, today was step one, the breaking and the awakening. Over the next couple of weeks, I will continue to walk you through the details of this five-step process and then eventually how to bring it all together. If there's one thing 
that my journey has taught me, it's that I must share this. It's that this process must become part of my life's work because I truly believe that going through it was done in service of others. I truly believe that there is power in being willing to put it out there and share this journey with you. Because as I always say, if sharing my story helps just one person, then at the end of the day, it's all worth it. With that, I do want to thank you for your time. And if you enjoyed any little bit of this, I ask you to please leave five stars, write a review, and then share this episode with at least one of your friends. Until next time, love and light. See you soon.